Welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hello. (laughs) All right, you guys, we have a really kick-ass guest for you today. I'm so excited about this. Kelly Kristen. I was actually recently on her podcast as well, so you definitely want to go check it out. But she is a mindset and success coach on a mission to have every woman know her worth, speak her truth, and unleash the fierce feminine power within to live life in full expression. She helps women to heal on the deepest levels possible, reconnect with their true selves, and reprogram their mind and body to experience a new reality. Oh, you guys are going to love her. I can't wait to just dive into this. So let's just go ahead and do that. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. Today we have Kelly Kristen, and I'm so excited you're here. Hi. Thank you so (laughs) much. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Okay. So let's just dive in by telling everyone who you are, what you do, and how you got to where you are today. Okay. Awesome. So that's a bit of a loaded question. Love as- <laughs> Give us all the details. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go some in and out some places. So who I am today is um, Kelly Kristen. I coach women to really help them heal on the deepest levels, get rid of the emotional trauma, yeah. you know, physical trauma, mental trauma, things that we have been through, um, help them release that, then reconnect to their feminine power, their feminine core, the truth of who they really are as a woman on this planet. And then help them to reprogram their mind and body to be able to experience a new reality. Yeah. And uh, for me, it was a sort of a long road to get to what I do today. And it really started, I think, the catalyst for me getting into this and really changing my own life and my wake-up call was um, leaving a very abusive relationship that I was in for... Uh, close to six years. And it was literally, you know, running out that door at five in the morning with no shoes on and slamming it behind me and saying, okay, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. That really took me on this path of a self-awareness journey, a self-healing journey. And, you know, now it's ended up where I do the work that I do today, which I don't think I ever intended to be doing what it is that I do today. Um, But it was just sort of one of those things where you start working and the universe opens up this pathway and then that pathway. And then I'm just somebody who wanted to learn more and more and more and keep going and keep going and find out, well, how did this happen? And, you know, it wasn't enough. I started out um, in so many different directions and it always felt like it wasn't the thing. It wasn't enough. And I wanted to get down to like what's really going on inside of our minds and our bodies that causes these things to happen in our life. And how can we truly move forward no matter what we have been through? Mm. 
I love that. I think the ability to learn, like there is a, there's a quote that I used to say and just listen to all the time is that school is never out for the pro. Like mm-hmm. school is never out for the pro. And I love constantly learning. Like something that I, I do every single day is I ask myself, what can I learn today and how can I teach it? And so I love that you were inspired to really have this like desire of like, okay, well, what's going on here? And first yeah. off, I mean, I thank you so much for being vulnerable and telling us about that. I mean, I'm an open book. So my listeners, if they've listened from the beginning, they know my whole life. Like they know what's going on here. Um, I think, but I think it is, it goes to show that, you know, it is really hard to talk about, you know, and I've been a part of, um, unfortunately uh, two really abusive situations myself. And I'd love to know what happened in your head and in your mind when you were ready to leave and when you were ready to take the next step of learning more. Yeah. And, and really captivating. Okay. How can I heal myself? And then, and then obviously it inspired you to help others. Right. Right. Yeah. Great question. So for me, it was a scenario. I had kind of been detaching myself from that relationship for a while. And I think we go through this time period when you're in that sort of situation where it's like, you know, okay, this isn't right. I have to get away. Um, and I, and I had slowly been, you know, and I was in a situation that was pretty complex. Like we had a lot of you know, enmeshed things that I had to sort of secretly so break away from. A long time. You know? yeah, like so- I had to secretly stash money away because it was like I knew I was coming. Mm-hmm. So I, I had tried to, I guess, get away before, but it was like I wasn't prepared enough and I knew that. Right. So I had been sort of strategically preparing things on the side, you know, putting money away, separating our cell phone bills, separating our right. car insurance, things that, you know, are ways that we can be controlled by other people. Yeah. So that kind of stuff was already done. And then it was like, I knew that something was going to happen, that I was just going to have to get away. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I truly feel that if I stayed in that relationship, I would have died, if not physically, certainly um, the death of who I was supposed to be as a woman, right? right. Because that was Absolutely. already happening. So I, it was just a really chaotic situation that night. And it was just something inside of me. It was like, I just snapped. It was like, no, no more. It was my internal no finally was matching up to that external no, where it was like, I don't care anymore. There's literally nothing that could make me stay. And I literally threw random things into a bag and just bolted out the door. I didn't even have shoes on. I got in my car and I just, I drove away because I was just done. And it was, you know, it wasn't easy. It was just like one of those things where it was like fight or flight and that flight just took over. And I was like, okay, it's done. And then I had to sort of figure out the pieces along the way. I knew in that moment, my ni- my life would never look like that again. I knew that by leaving, it was like, I'm going to, I'm not repeating this cycle. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be in this position again. And not only that, but I don't ever want any other woman to be in that position. Mm-hmm. Now, I had always felt that I was a really strong woman. I had always felt like if people, you know, knew me, they didn't know I was going in. They had no yeah. idea this was my situation. They couldn't imagine. And of course, that story is what kept me there for a long time because I couldn't reach out for help because here I am, Mm. this strong, empowered woman. And how could I get into this situation? Mm. I truly felt that if it could happen to me, if it could be me, that it could be any woman. 
So, um, you know, and for a while I left and I was just super elated. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm free. Life is so good. It's a party. And I was just having such a great time. And I was just kind of like, oh, you know, maybe I'll be fine. Maybe I can just move on from this. Life is all good. Like no worries. And I started having a lot of health issues. I started having, I, I, was rapidly gaining weight. I had always been super fit and healthy. And all of a sudden I gained about 30 pounds in three months. Oh, wow. Yeah. My hair was falling out in chunks. I felt like a completely different person. I couldn't sleep at night and I would be exhausted all day. And when I would sleep, I'd be having sleep paralysis, night terrors, Mm. things that just, I couldn't ignore. I couldn't be like, it's all good. Right. Wow. And it was at that time when I decided to take a really deep dive into holistic health. I actually went to holistic health school, um, became super obsessed with nutrition, and I was trying so hard to heal myself in that way. You know, do the gut healing, do the food thing, clean up my house, so no toxic anything. And while that worked to a certain extent and did help me feel better, I was still largely ignoring the trauma and the things that my body had been through. So it was like after going through that program and after seeing, okay, there's still something else here, I had to then go find out, okay, now how do I actually get rid of this? How do I process this you yeah. know, underneath here? Because for me, it wasn't just, oh, let me resolve the trauma around the things that I had been through, but it was also like, let me figure out what, what in my brain led me to be able to experience this. Right. And that's when I got really into subconscious mind work. And, you know, now I'm an NLP practitioner, a hypnotherapist and psych, and I do psych K as well, which is all ways to tap into that subconscious and reprogram. All right. This is awesome. So, okay. I love, love, love this. I love the talking about this and I love your transformation in this too. I'm actually getting certified as an NLP too, which I'm so excited. Oh, amazing. This is going to be such a fun conversation. I've been studying the brain for over 10 years, just on my own, just different Mm -hmm. things, mental illness, um, you know, just memories, how that works and how this process. I love that you were also inspired to do this. I first want to ask you, um, how is it that we can identify? Because it sounds like you had a lot of self-awareness mm-hmm. in what was going on for you. And you, you were intrigued to study this and figure out, okay, well, obviously, well, you had a lot of physical um, uh, things come up mm-hmm. that showed you like, hey, you need, something needs to change here. Something needs to shift here. Right. Um, but for those maybe who don't have those physical things, how can we identify what's actually blocking us from feeling that unleashed and that fierceness and tapping back into our full expression. Yeah. So I think, so first of all, we're highly intuitive beings and we always know it's like any time that we have a, either a physical dis-ease in our body, or we have things like anxiety, depression, these things that we call mental illness that we want to say, oh, it's a chemical imbalance, is this or that. To me, after years of doing this work, my own work and with many different clients, it's like, those are signals from your body that we need to resolve something. Like you have some unresolved emotional trauma. And I want to say like, trauma is not just physical stuff. Like when we think of trauma, we think of like, oh, you know, the abusive relationship, that this or that. Emotional trauma happens any time that we feel emotionally or psychologically unsafe. So that means pretty much every single person walking around on this planet has experienced emotional trauma at one point or another. And it's specifically significant 
from the time that we're born to the time we're about seven years old, when we right. really can sort of differentiate things consciously and subconsciously. But prior to that time, we don't have the things in our brain that can literally say like, oh, okay, this isn't that big of a deal. You know, if our mom forgot to pick us up at school, she was 10 minutes late and we're five years old and we're sitting there, we are literally being traumatized thinking, oh my gosh, my mom doesn't love me. She's not coming here. She's not here. And then we get in the car with her and she says, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I was coming. Boom, trauma right there. And that is some, an event that you might not even remember or even know that happened right. and it's been affecting you your whole life. Or at this point, you're like, oh, that wasn't even a big deal. Right. You know, or even I even think about like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like getting lost in the, the store when really she was just the aisle over. But yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, it was like this most, you know, terrifying thing that I lost my mom. You know, that's so right. fascinating. Um, okay. So, so we're getting triggers, right? So we're, we're getting notifications that say, hey, there's something going on here. How do those show up in today's world as we're not seven years old anymore. I, I, right. I mean, we might have some seven-year-olds listen to this. I don't know. But <laughs> as we're not seven years old anymore, and we are trying to um, really, I feel like everybody in this world, we really just want to be happy. We yeah. really feel like we are freaking enough and know that we can achieve what we desire. And so uh, it sounds like a lot of this trauma will prevent us from doing so if we do not figure sure. out what's going on here. Yeah. How do we identify that? How does it show up today? Oh my gosh. It shows up in so many ways. So of course there's like the physical symptoms, um, even chronic pain, chronic infections, chronic disease, things like that, autoimmune disorders. It's going to also show up if, um, let's say that you're an entrepreneur and you have like this imposter syndrome, mm, right? Yes. And that's something that a lot of people really struggle with. 100%. That's actually coming from unresolved emotional trauma. Um, you know, let's say that you are somebody who in certain situations, like if your emotional reaction to something is really out of proportion for what is actually going on, that's an indication to me that you have some unresolved emotional trauma, some some baggage that you're carrying. Because mm. what ends up happening is that we make this association in our mind that this emotion meaning something. So basically emotions just, they come up from our unconscious. They don't necessarily mean anything. Right. But what happens is, is like, if we've had that same emotion before and we tied it to a significant experience in our past that our brain said, Hey, this is bad. And then we feel that emotion again, it instantly attaches all of those bad things that we have been through in that moment. Mm. So you are not like, if you haven't done the work to really clear from that root time or that root emotion, then it's literally every time you're experiencing that emotion today, you're experiencing all of all of like that negative wow. over again. Yeah. And that's so it's like, you know, say you're in a relationship and your your boyfriend um, said he was going to call you and then he didn't call you until like four hours later or something because he got tied up at work and you're sitting there freaking out about what this means and all this stuff and, da -da -da, and like completely blowing it out of proportion. I can assure you that that emotional reaction is not just from that. Right. Right. It comes from that something that happened. Right. Yes. That would be some indication that you have some work to do. So let's say we can identify these triggers. Um, do you have some just maybe like three exercises or just something that we can start doing just to start feeling better, to release the anxiety in that moment and maybe to identify what's going on for us? Like what would you suggest someone doing in that state? Yeah. So the, the one thing is, is that it really depends on your level of self-awareness. I find right. that a lot of people 
really aren't to the point that like they even know that this is what's happening. So mm. to get to that level of self-awareness, I always recommend that everybody gets some kind of meditation and embodiment practice going. Mm. Even if it's mm. five minutes a day to just slow down and be the observer of who you are and what you are thinking. And just something like a few minutes a day can have such an impact on your entire life. Now, let's say you're in that situation where you feel this emotional trigger and you feel like you're going to have this big reaction to something. At that time, you can practice what I call um, emotional sobriety, where mm. I look at things very subjectively. Something will come into my awareness and I'll say, like, I'll feel that feeling and I'll maybe feel that tension in my body and like, ah, right? And I just look at it and say, Is, does this make sense? Just, mm. I just literally stop and ask the question, does this, is this even, is this thing coming from what, what I'm going through currently? Does this even apply here? Yeah. And most of the time it really doesn't. Right. Now I don't ever want anybody to get into the pattern where they're like shoving down their emotion if it's real, but it's just simply a check-in to say, you know, does this equate here? And mm. if it does, cool. Then I allow myself to feel the emotion and I'll deal with it. But a lot of times it doesn't. So I can just allow that emotion to come up and then I can allow it to go away and it doesn't have to mean anything. Do you have an example of that? So people can maybe picture that more in their, in their actual life moving forward. Yeah. So, um, let's say for instance, that you are an entrepreneur online mm -hmm. and you are sharing your story and this is a vulnerable thing for you and you're sitting out there and you're putting out your story and then somebody messages you and tells you that um, you're wrong about this or that, you're a horrible person, all of this stuff, right? And, I'm, and I've worked with people on this before and it's something that happens where, you know, and then you start freaking out basically like, oh my God, you know, this person said this and I offended this person, right? So we have this reaction in the moment and it's there that we can, you can look at it and you can read that comment and maybe you have that emotional reaction, right? right? Maybe you're a human. You're going to have emotional reactions if somebody says something mean or nasty to you. Right. And you're like, okay, maybe they said to you, um, you're worthless and you have no idea what you're talking about, right? A simple comment like that on one of your Instagram posts. So you have two choices. You can read that and say, you're worthless. You don't know what you're talking about. Allow that to trigger the feelings of the time in your life where you really did feel worthless. Like you didn't mm. know what you were talking about. Or you can look at it and go, oh, wow, that person needs some help. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, a reflection exactly. of themselves and it has nothing to do with me. That's practicing emotional sobriety. So it's mm. not like, Hey, I'm never going to be triggered. I'm never going to feel the feelings, but it's like, is this trigger even relevant to me in my life? Yeah. And when you approach things like that, you just have so much more peace of mind. Mm, I love that. Thank you for that vision. I think that was a really good example because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people feel <laughs> I mean, people hurt people all the time, you know, especially when people are hurting and whether they realize it or not, but people will, people will call you out. They will say stupid shit. People will, um, threaten things to you or whatever that is. I don't know why that is. I'm, <laughs> I wish I understood, they have you know, their own emotional trauma that <laughs> exactly. they haven't dealt with. They haven't dealt with. <laughs> and so it's important to recognize that we can actually release that emotion and that we don't like in, in, in wondering, like, where did this come from? And is this something that I even need to be feeling right now with this mm -hmm. situation? Like, you know, I think that often with fears too, you know, we talk about fear a lot on this podcast, but with fear and stuff as well, it's like, 
is this fear actually a valid fear? Like so many times we're fearful of things that don't actually make any sense, you know? And when we're born, we really only fear like loud noises and and falling because we're, you know, infants, we're babies at that point. And so everything else we've kind of built up basically probably because of what you're saying with these traumas and these things that have happened to us. Mm -hmm. Um, I love these examples. Um, I think they're incredible. This is so fun. (laughs) Like fear is just a way that your unconscious mind is trying to protect you. Right. Mm -hmm. And because the primary thing that our subconscious or unconscious, they're the same thing. You can use them interchangeably. The primary thing it's going to do for us is keep us safe. So if it believes that, you know, by you putting yourself out there and really doing this work on a big level is somehow going to be unsafe to you, it's going to signal fear for you. Right. You know, I just like to think of fear as like, that's showing me the direction I should go rather than trying to stop me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is amazing. So how long have you been in this business helping women, um, through these traumas? Yeah. So about, um, it's been about three years, I guess. And I did start out more in the holistic health, you know, and then as I transferred, you know, transitioned and started learning more, I share more and sort of just really got into, you know, where I'm at today doing the emotional work. And then also, you know, guiding women to really get back in touch with their femininity and their their internal power source, which, you know, I believe is that womb space, that womb power and like really getting back in the body, um, back into a place where we're able to trust ourselves, trust our intuition and be our own guiders of our life. Right. So what, when we are in that state, getting back to that place, what should happen from that? What should we be feeling? And what does that mean for each person really? Yeah. So I think that the feminine is a way of life that has gotten lost. We live in a patriarchal society where women are sort of shoved in the same box as men where, you know, we are now, a lot of us are working in those nine to five jobs. We have a very structured schedule and women are cyclical beings, right? Like we have a monthly cycle. We are literally different hormonally every week of the month. Mm -hmm. And we tend to live in a way now where we completely ignore this. We completely ignore how we're feeling. We ignore our bodies. We ignore the signals that our bodies are telling us that we're tired and we just, you know, drink more coffee. Mm-hmm. We, um, we ignore all of these things that our body is saying to, just for the sake of striving after whatever we think success is or doing the things that society tells us that we have to do, yes. right? So to me, being in your feminine means being embodied. And this is something that's actually really difficult for most people to do because we live in our heads most of the time. Oh, yeah. And and I feel like I often live in the future, being a high achiever, which I know we have so many high achievers listening right now, people who are running after their goals and their dreams. I mean, I know that I've constantly been on the more masculine side of I'm doing this, I'm going to do the work, I'm going to get this done. And then freaking out when things don't work out because we're not tapped into that. So that's why it's a beautiful conversation. So we're we're living in our heads, but then often we're not even living in the present. Like I'm, I'm in the future half of my life, but in the process to be back in the present, back in the present. 
Right. Well, and that's the thing, right? And it's like, we're living in our heads and we're either living in a future that doesn't exist yet, or we're living in a past. Mm -hmm. And then what actually Mm -hmm. ends up happening is when you do that, you leave the present moment open only to your unconscious programming. So if you haven't, you know, really done the work to actually identify what, who does your subconscious believe you are, who does your, you know, what is your subconscious values and beliefs, we are literally living completely out of those when we're trying so hard to do another thing. Mm. And that's why a lot of people don't actually get where they want to go in life and like don't see the results. It's because they're trying so hard. Mm. And again, that is a totally masculine energy. And especially women that are those high achievers. And oh my gosh, this used to be me. Like when I was first starting my health coaching business, I was working two jobs, doing the health coaching program. And (laughs) like, and running my own e-commerce company. Like it was ludicrous. I did not have a second to breathe to myself, but I was like, I'm going to get this money though. (laughs) All this stuff. And it was just like, what am I even doing? Right. Like when we slow down now, it's completely different for me because it's like, I've realized how much more important energy is than actually doing. Right. when you're in alignment with the things that you're doing, the doing becomes easier yeah. Yeah. and the energy, it's like we have this internal guidance system. We don't necessarily have to think so much. And that's where I really try to get people to be. It's not about the thinking, but it's about the feeling. And so the process is really one to be able to understand to be able to get us to be safe in our bodies. Now, especially like somebody like you who said like you've been in a few abusive situations yourself, I can guarantee you that if you haven't really done the work to be embodied, that your body doesn't want to do it because it doesn't feel like a really safe place for it to be. Because the last time that basically what happens is when we are in these abusive situations or even, you know, emotionally traumatic situations, we leave our bodies as a protection mechanism. Mm. Because when we're in our bodies, we have to feel the things that we don't necessarily want to feel. Now, a common way that we leave our bodies is overworking, mm-hmm. is, is overeating, is um, a constant scrolling on social media, Netflix mm. binging, like all of these things that are pretty common in our society. Yeah. Those are ways to really leave our body because it's uncomfortable and it doesn't feel safe for us to go in there and to actually feel the things. Right. So we have to work on safety and really like regulating the nervous system to be able to say like, okay, we're welcome back here. And then once we do that process and we get back into the body, it's like, and I can walk them through a simple exercise I like to do right now. Yeah, that'd be um, awesome. Yeah. So basically, if you are not driving, because if you're driving, <laughs> you're probably yeah. not the best thing hey, to do. please. <laughs> You know, just take a couple of deep breaths in and really like get those deep belly breaths where you're filling your belly and then letting it out. And I want you to just feel some energy in your womb space. And your womb space is going to be the area between your hips and down out through your yoni. And you just want to like sit there and feel some energy in there for a minute. And then I want you to think about a time where you were trying to make a decision where you were trying to make a decision, you were going back and forth on it, you didn't know what the right thing to do was. And I want you to go back into that time period, literally close your eyes, float back to that time and that situation, go down into your body, see what you saw, hear what you heard, and feel what you felt. Now, in your body, you're going to feel that yes or that no. And that is the difference between thinking about it and feeling it. Mm. And to me, 
you know, a yes to me always feels like a slight bit of expansion in my body and a no is always going to feel like a slight bit of contraction. Mm. And when I honor that, when I honor that feeling, that intuition versus what my head is telling me, it's always taking me in the direction that I need to go. Yeah. So I love this because this is kind of going along with it. And I know this is part of the answer, but my question then becomes, so how can we use tapping back back into this feminine self and this empowerment within us and that alignment? How can we use that to further success in business? Oh yeah. It's everything. (laughs) This is the thing that's going to be, um, you know, maybe you thought that this was a really good program idea and then you, you're starting to feel like, Oh gosh, but actually I want to launch this other thing instead. Mm -hmm. And you follow the intuitive hit to launch the other thing instead. And it's going to be more successful than the thing that you thought that you should do. Yeah. So like, there's so many things. Um, And for me in business, it's taken me a while to trust myself on this. You know, we get into business and we get mentors, we get business coaches that tell us you should do this or you should do that. And I'm like, no, actually, that's not what I want to do. That's not who I am. But like, I'm told this is what I should do. Maybe we even have some success on that. So we start following that. But then what ends up happening is we feel really unfulfilled because it doesn't feel like our purpose, our mission, right? Like there's so many people with so many different ideas, but there is no person that knows what is best for you than you. Like you can get the mentors, you can get the guides, but at the end of the day, and when you are truly tapped in, like I also believe we have to have personal policies around this because it's really, really easy to say, I'm going to follow my intuition and then listen to the fear (laughs) Words, right? hundred percent. Because fear, fear is freaking loud as shit. Right. It's like yelling at you. And so it's, it's listening to that nudge mm-hmm. and that feeling. And right. so, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that people always listen. Ugh, fears are just, ugh, those are assholes. Those assholes, right? right? Because it's like that intuitive hit could be something like, okay, this is what I should do. And then maybe 10 okay. seconds later, you're talking yourself out of it. Oh, that's crazy. I shouldn't do this. Probably not going to make money doing that. What if it fails? Someone over here tried that and that didn't work out. So why would it work out for me? Exactly. Right. And so to me, it's like, I I just have a personal rule. I follow my intuition and I do it quickly. So even, you know, even when I don't want to, even when I have a million reasons telling me no, 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 I always go back to, okay, Kelly, that's the rule. Like I've set up my life where I follow no rules. I don't follow society rules. I don't follow (laughs) rule breaker. Yes. (laughs) Like, okay, well, if I'm not going to follow society rules, like I need some rules for my own and for myself. And that's I remain accountable to myself. And um, to me, that's made the biggest difference. Oh my gosh. I love that. I'm a full believer when it comes to decision-making. I still have trouble making decisions sometimes, but when I do, I I literally sit into, is this a hell yes? And if this isn't a hell yes, then it's obviously a no. And I think that's very much like what, you know, you're saying here with the visual. And I think that that was such a beautiful visual because I've had situations where I'm just like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't really feel like doing that. And that doesn't really feel good. But then you out of obligation, sometimes we do feel like we have to do certain things. But I think that, you know, feeling and actually tapping into is my body like clenching up right now? Or does it actually like feel like fluid? And would that that be a good next step? And that could be any kind of decision whatsoever. It doesn't matter. I I use this shopping, you guys. Oh yeah. Yes or no. (laughs) You know, it's like, does my body want to eat this or not? 
you know? Absolutely. That's another way that we get ourselves out of the feminine flow of life. It's like, how many of us are like, I have to go on a diet. I have to have this meal plan or I have to eat my food. And it's like, no, once I stopped doing all of that and like really just started listening to my body, like I have no rules around my diet. It's all of that weight that I gained during that time period just fell off of me, not changing anything except for only listening to what my body told me, yeah. not listening to what any doctor said, not listening to what any nutrition is or this person said. It was just literally like, does this feel good for me right now? Mm, being honest that. about it and like really, you know, being honest with myself of what my body needed in that moment. Yeah. So for someone who's been um, in the masculine energy for quite some time in the mm. hustle, the hustle, the hustle, hustle, I got to make more money. I got to reach my goals. I, I, I need yeah. to accomplish this. Like do, do, do who understands that. All right. I understand that the mindset, I got to get that in place and I need to really tap into trusting more. Yeah. And knowing that I am supported. So we gave a few exercises of, of meditation and um, really tapping into the emotion of what you're feeling right now and figuring out, is, is that emotion needed right now? Um, but what else for that person who has specifically been in the, in the hustle mode and in the, I got to make things happen for so long, what else can they do to, to understand that it's okay to trust, that yeah. it's okay to tap into that level and really feel? Right. So the number one thing to realize is that trust is a choice. You are choosing to trust yourself or you're choosing to question yourself. And you just get to reaffirm over and over again that I am safe to trust myself. I am safe Mm -hmm. to trust myself. And then to step into those decisions along the way. Um, I think for most of us, that is a little bit easier said than done because again, we have been giving our power away for so long and we're conditioned from like a really young age to start giving our power away. You know, ask this person for permission, raise your hand to go to the bathroom in school. Um, you don't feel good, go to a doctor. They're going to tell you what to do. Right. Right. So we give our, we give that power away so often that it's kind of hard to transition to the place where, okay, now I realize that that power was coming in with me all of the time. To me, you have to have an embodiment practice. So a really simple way to do that is in the morning, like with your meditation, like I said, observing those thoughts, like do some breath work, like Mm. do some like really light and easy breath work. I mean, there's tons of YouTube videos and different places where you can go, where you can get a quick breath work, something going on. And that's going to allow your body to fill with oxygen. And you're going to feel parts Mm. of your body that maybe you haven't felt before. Um, You know, I'm also really, really big on women getting in touch with their sensuality, like getting some sort of self-pleasure practice where you're in your body, where you're understanding and touching and loving yourself in places that you haven't before. All of that is going to continue to allow yourself to be inside of your body. And when you're there and you start harboring that feeling, those feelings, and then you just realize that you just get to trust it. And Mm. you can actually, you know, check in with yourself, start checking in with yourself. And maybe it's something as simple as like, should I go left or should I go right? Check in with your body and maybe one day follow only the yeses. Mm. You know, follow that right when you think you should go left and see what happens. And then the next day, follow the nose and just see what happens. (laughs) And I keep telling you that the yeses are going to work out better. That's such a, that's a fun one. That's a fun exercise. Yeah. It's, it's and even like noticing, like, 
<laughs> like when you are like, okay, I have to follow the notes today. <laughs> and like going through it, and you're like, I don't want to do that. And you're like, but I told myself I was following the notes. I can right. really like, picture in my head. It's like, all right, I'm doing this. I love right. this. I love this. This is such, this is, this is so good. Cause it's, you know, and it's for me, it's, it's been, it's a constant work in progress, right? And I think that's what people need to understand as well. It's not something that like, okay, you just start one day and, and, and you magically fix and you magically started, you know, listening to your intuition and, and it's just easy right. from there on. It gets to be easier as you do. It's just like anything. It's something that we have to actually practice like mindset work, at, totally. at all of the things. And, you know, but it's, it is a really beautiful blessing to be able to be like, I know when I do this work and when I, when I do this activity, and, and listen to those intuitive nudges that of course it's going to work out for me that of Absolutely. course I'm going to reach my goals because I trust it's all going to work out because I always make the right decisions because I'm always listening to my intuition. Right. Right. Love that. Yeah. Right. Um, and I love what you just said too, about always making the right decision. Yeah. I firmly believe that no matter what, I always make the right decision. Yeah. It's impossible for me to make <laughs> the wrong decision. Like yeah. why would I ever believe that I could make the wrong decision? Exactly. And I think this is something that so many people worry about. Like we're, when we're in that place of indecision, it's like, what if I make the wrong choice? You cannot make a wrong choice. Like, why would you ever choose to believe that knowing that whatever happens, whatever you chose is the thing that you were supposed to go to for whatever reason, even if it didn't necessarily look like what you thought it was going to look like or be like, right? Exactly. Okay. So this question is something I ask everybody who comes on. I know we've already talked about a lot of things like that overcome our situations, but, um, this podcast is really all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. And so can you tell us about a time that you had to overcome an obstacle, um, that maybe didn't look like it was going to work out, but when you did, you felt truly victorious. Oh, well, I think that that's happened so many times in my life. Yes. <laughs> I mean, most people it has. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, obviously there was walking out that door in that relationship, but there was so many times like, you know, I just up and moved across the country about two years ago, just because I decided again, intuition said, you need to move out to California. And I just said, okay, and, <laughs> you know, booked a flight. I didn't know anybody out here. I didn't know one person. Um, you know, of course I had like a ton of people telling me that I shouldn't do it, that it was this or that, all of these things, what are you going to do? Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I just said, okay, I'm just going to go out there. And, you know, immediately it was like, I met a soul tribe of women. I met, um, an amazing man who is now my partner, like, so many things, um, business opportunities opened up for me all from just following that intuitive hit again, yeah. where it's like, we can listen to that fear voice or we can just go and say, no, this is what I'm supposed to do. And this is, this is the way it's going to go down. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. I feel like we could talk about this stuff all day. <laughs> well, why don't you, um, tell us what is like the most exciting thing that you have going on in your business or your life right now? Yeah. So I'm actually currently writing a book and ah, I'm yes. so excited. Um, and this is going to be out within the next couple of months. Ooh. So it's not like one of those things where it's like, Oh, I'm writing a book and it'll be out in a couple of years. No, right. <laughs> within a couple of months. And I'm sharing, you know, parts of my story that I haven't really shared publicly before, like some little details and things that are just kind of like, Whoa. Um, and then also really sharing my process for healing, which is what I call the rapid transformation process, which is um, release, 
reconnect and reprogram. And this is a process that I have taken myself through. I take all of my clients through um, to really release things from that root cause, then reconnect to the truth of who we are and that feminine power, that feminine core, and then reprogram our mind and our body to be able to experience life in that new reality. So I'm super excited to share that um, just on a big level and, you know, really, really start getting that message out there that it's like, no matter what you have been through in your life, healing is possible. A better life is possible. And if you're willing to do the work, like life will open up for you in so many ways. Mm. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, where can people find more of you, watch more of you, know about the book when it does come out, et cetera? Yes. So um, Instagram is really great for me. You can follow me on there. I'm at Miss MS Kelly Kristen. Um, you can also come join me in the Woman Unleashed Collective on Facebook. That is my Facebook group. And I'm actually doing a whole month-long extravaganza in there where at the end I'm going to be giving away a lot of prizes, including a free um, rapid transformation session with me. So there's going to be lots of good things going on in there. So come hang out with me. You can catch me on the Woman Unleashed podcast as well. Um, Facebook, Kelly Kristen. I'm literally all of the places. My <laughs> website, kellykristen.co. So much. if you are looking for me, I'm easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I know they're going to be checking you out and definitely taking these tips and implementing them. That's such great, juicy information. Thank you so much for sharing all of that and being here today. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.